So two weeks ago, the PHP Git server has been quote-unquote hacked, and two nasty malicious commits have been made to the PHP source code. And it's a, essentially, it's a rootkit, uh, not really a rootkit, it's just a remote code execution uh, backdoor installing the PHP source code. Thank God they found it after two hours, otherwise it have been a disaster. Imagine this nasty uh, root, uh, remote code execution get in the wild and suddenly a free backdoor all of a sudden to every PHP server will be made. All right, so uh, the PHP maintainers have responded because previously we didn't know what caused it, what was the source of the hack. PHP maintainers have responded with detailed analysis. So how about we jump into it and discuss? Welcome to the Backend Engineering Show with your host, Hussein Nasser. This is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on backend technologies. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcast. With that said, let's get on the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So two weeks ago, the PHP Git server has been quote-unquote hacked, and two nasty malicious commits have been made to the PHP source code. And it's a, essentially, it's a rootkit, uh, not really a rootkit, it's just a remote code execution uh, backdoor installing the PHP source code. Thank God they found it after two hours, otherwise it have been a disaster. Imagine this nasty uh, root uh, remote code execution get in the wild and suddenly a free backdoor all of a sudden to every PHP server will be made. All right, so uh, the PHP maintainers have responded because previously we didn't know what caused it, what was the source of the hack. PHP maintainers have responded with detailed analysis. So how about we jump into it and discuss? So let's read this blurb from Nikita Popov, one of the maintainers of the PHP source code. And um, how about we discuss? Hi, everyone. I would like to provide an update regarding the get.php.net security incident. To briefly summarize the most important information, uh, first bullet, we no longer believe the get.php.net server has been compromised. Okay, so th that's that's a relief, but what, what's, what's going on? However, it is possible that the master.php.net user database leaked. Okay, so that's kind of worse if you think about it. <laughs> Uh, master.php.net has been migrated to a new system uh, 
to a new system main.php.net. All php.net passwords have been reset. Go to blah, 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 blah to reset your password. So if you're one of the PHP maintainers, you probably got this email. So you have to reset your passwords, essentially. Get.php.net and svn.php.net are both read-only now, but will remain available for the time being. In order to, to go on, before we go on, this, this might have seemed confusing a little bit. Git, essentially, it's a server. It's a free tool that developed by uh, Linus uh, Travaux, the one who developed Linux. And uh, you can essentially build any kind of vehicle on top of Git. So one vehicle was SSH, where to authenticate, uh, you build Git, all the Git commands are through the SSH. How does that work? Well, you put, you create a public-private key pair. You put the public key on the server, so the public key, or your public key belong to the server. Well, well, uh, your public key exists on the server. And then your private key, you keep it tucked in on your machine. And when you want to establish a connection through Git, what will happen is you take your private key, sign some sort of message, send it to the server, and the server will use your public key to decrypt that because that's how asymmetric encryption works and all of a sudden we trust you simple no password nothing the other approach is to use digest authentication through https right and and to do that you have to have some sort of a database obviously with a set of passwords that sits somewhere on the back end with an http server because uh, hey it's https so you need some sort of a web server to serve you all this stuff so that's another method of authentication which is kind of to be honest it's not really recommended but because like passwords you have to remember your passwords and they are insecure they can be hacked you have to store them somewhere in the back end what happened here is that the actual public key through ssh which is the most exercised path through the php source code that is fine. That has never been touched because they have all sort of a uh, logging and monitoring was through this service that's called GetoLite. So they, they monitor this stuff. They've been looking at that stuff. But they completely forgot that they actually have an HTTPS-based authentication to the major source code, right? And that looks like that has been uh, essentially compromise so let's read through this and then discuss so nikita continues he says something i was not aware of at of at the time is that get.php.net intentionally support pushing changes not only via ssh using the ghetto light infrastructure and public key cryptography but also via https the latter did not use ghetto light that that explained that they didn't have any logs or any fingerprints of this two commits that have happened right and instead used get http uh, backend behind apache 2 digest authentication against the master.php.net user database i'm not sure why password based authentication was supported in the first place as it is much less secure than public key authentication and then they go ahead and show the actual logs and everything that happened. The other thing that I did not mention here is like there are two pieces. Let's, let's go on. It's not only the HTTPS on top of Apache 2 that is the problem. Look, let me read this and let's discuss. But look at this. The master.php.net system, which is used for authentication and various management tasks, was running 
very old code and very old operating system and PHP version. So some kind of vulnerability would not be terribly surprising. We have made a number of changes to increase the security of the system, right? So they not only is there is an existing system, it looks like it has been forgotten. Just another reason big repo, repos like this shouldn't really need to manage uh, their own Git repo. That's my opinion. I think just like, I think that they mentioned the PHP maintainers. They mentioned this like you know what. This is not worth it. Let's move to GitHub. It's just like, it's way better to outsource this responsibility to someone who's better handled to do this thing while we focus on writing code. That's our main goal. I mean, Curl have moved, moved their stuff to, to, the, to GitHub as well and many other open source, major open source uh, software. So that's only, yeah, I know people have their problems with Microsoft, but... Let's think about it. It's just, it's not worth it to maintain your own. Let's go, let's go right. Okay, what they did to increase the security of the system that they have. Master.php.net was migrated to a new system running PHP 8 and renamed to main.php.net as we read earlier. Among other things, the new system supports TLS 1.2. <laughs> that made me laugh a little bit. <laughs> let, let me read this again for you so, so you guys, if in case you missed it. Among other Thanks, the new system supports TLS 1.2. That means the old system actually didn't support TLS 1.2. It supports TLS 1.1 and 1.0, which we have discussed many times in this channel that they are just stop using them. They are so easy to break. And pretty much all browsers stopped connecting to backends that supports these TLS 1.0 or 1.1, essentially. Right, especially if that's your preferred option. Right, uh, sites like SSL Labs will give you a lower score if you have those enabled to begin with, because you, uh, an, uh, an SSL stripping attack or SSL downgrade attack can easily happen and downgrade a TLS 1.2 down to a TLS 1.1, which is not recommended as much. So that's bad. <laughs> Essentially, that's good, which means you should no longer see TLS version warning when accessing this site. So they were using, essentially, getting this warning, as we said, like Firefox, uh, Chrome, they essentially stopped altogether, uh, allowing you to connect to backends that only support TS 1.0 and 1.1, and obviously SSL3 and all that old stuff. The implementation has been moved towards using parameterized queries to be more confident that SQL injection cannot occur. Wow! All right, so they, 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 there's a lot of other stuff. that They're trying to make guesses at what leaked the database. They didn't know. It's like they are assuming the database got leaked, and they have all these, uh, by the way, uh, the passwords in the database. I didn't read that part, but they are using, they are storing the passwords as MD5. Passwords are now stored using bcrypt instead of MD5. And I talked about these different concepts in the channel. Check out this video. I talk about five ways you can store the passwords in the backend, from the less secure to the most secure by actually not storing them. Less secure is actually storing the plain text, then you move to salting, then bcrypt, then salt within password, and hashing, simple hash, all that stuff, right? Previously, passwords were stored in a format compatible with HTTP Digest authentication, essentially a plain MD5 hash. To support HTTP Digest, the, the Digest has to be MD5. 
apparently. I didn't know that. Which was required for HTTP authentication on get.php.net and svn.php.net. SVN is, I think, the the the, the previous um, version management, right? I never used it, but I, th- I remember it was very popular, right? Git has essentially replaced SVN altogether. As Git... Uh, as git.php.net has been made read-only as a result of this incident, we decided to make svn.php.net read-only as well, and thus remove the need to store password in insecure formats. That's because of the HTTP digest. Only a small handful of PECL extensions were still using the SVN server, and the SVN server is okay. Like they're saying that they, there are very few services that have been essentially affected by this, guys. All right, so what do we learn from this? We learned that <laughs> I, I wouldn't manage my own Git server at all. <laughs> That's what I learned. Definitely, I'll definitely remain. Uh, uh, I'll even host it on on GitHub or GitLabs or uh, Bitbucket or anything any service that takes care of security and management for me because these are a very critical piece of infrastructure that to get right. You need a lot of resources. If you don't have the resources, if you have these resources, by all means, of course, you have to use them. But if you don't, might be worth investing in such service. Right? Just push all that stuff and don't worry about maintaining this. And, and uh, I don't see a point of sub- even supporting HTTPS authentication when it comes of Git. Uh, let me know, guys, if, if I'm wrong. And if you, there is absolutely a use case where you don't, you just can't use SSH. And you need uh, HTTPS. I mean, all my Jenkins job use public key uh, cryptography to authenticate with my own Git server at work, at least the, the local Git server that we have at work. We always use a, a public key encryption. It's just easier. Right? And just the, the prompt and remember, okay, what's the password? All right, guys, uh, that's it for me today. I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome. Goodbye.